Hey y'all, what's up? It's Dijon. Thanks for being here. If you are a music lover and you enjoy what you hear here today, please join the community and help us grow it by sharing this on social media, subscribing wherever you're listening, and leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Listening to the soul of a song. This is where musicians open their hearts and let us into their creative process. This is where they share the source of their inspiration. Enjoy. So today we are welcoming on Heather Christie, who is a very talented artist with a very unique style and I don't even think I could describe it accurately because it seamlessly blends so many different things so Heather maybe you could explain your style for the people Ooh, pressure (laughs) just kidding um yeah thank you Dijon well I've been calling it a fusion of electro soul with indie R&B flavors um and that's like the general (laughs) there's a lot of other little influences in there um but yeah electro soul is what i've kind of been using as a blanket genre right now (laughs) yeah that feels really accurate because it it does have the electronic vibe but also feels very human both in the way you perform it and emote when you're performing but also in what I've heard as the like lyrical content. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. resonates. Cool, thank you. I'm glad I'm hitting home for, for some people. <laughs> yeah, so Heather released an EP with a collaborator, Soul Rising, and I really enjoy the, the whole EP. It, it feels very consistent and it feels like one artistic statement. But one song in particular stood out right away, and that song is Become Healing. So I would love the opportunity to hear more about your process and maybe what events inspired the song and also Mm -hmm. what the process like of creating the song was. And yeah, just to learn more about your creative process. Cool. Yeah, so working with Brandon, that's the the name um, of the guy who does Soul Rising, S-O-L, by the way, Soul Rising. I mean, yeah, he was just really amazing to work with. Um, he has such a complete set of tools and sounds as his own artist that it was really easy to show up and just basically write top lines um, to his songs. but. But the way that he was like um, open and welcoming me into the process of like making this this thing was really really collaborative in a really easeful way. So it was kind of a dream situation. And um, become healing was probably the I want to say second or third we did. You know, we had kind of warmed up a little in the studio with each other, gotten to know each other. And then, yeah, that one definitely hit a more personal um, thread of like my story. So it's kind of cool because 
Brandon always says like that's sort of his his favorite one that I wrote as well. Um, and it was really cathartic for me to write it because I was going through a time in my life where I was going through this big breakup um, of like a big relationship in my life that really challenged me the more, more than I've ever been challenged, uh, but also brought like my strengths to the surface in a way that I didn't even know were possible. And so it was like the churning and turning of this whole life transition. And I had been living at home in my hometown um, during that time. And then after that, I just realized I have to, like, I really have to get out of here. I have to like leave, where do I go? And just kind of following uh, clues, following the music, really the musical inspiration, I was guided to come to LA um, and that's where Soul Rising was living. And I happened to come upon my friend, like a friend's house in West Hollywood that he was um, not not staying at. He was traveling in Thailand. So he offered his house and his car to me for like two weeks while he was traveling, which was amazing and angelic of him. And so I, I went and stayed in his house in West Hollywood and... While I was there, I forget how I came across Brandon's work, but I, I came across it like on Facebook or something. And um, I just reached out to him. I was like, dude, I really like your stuff. This is cool, you know? And he was like, well, thank you so much. He was just like right away responsive. And then I was like, oh, that's cool, you know? And, you know, I was like, we should collab sometime. And he was like, yeah, for sure. You know, I'm, I'm actually... Um, you know, I was like, where do you live? He was like, LA. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in LA too. And he was like, yeah, well, I'm leaving tomorrow. I was like, oh yeah, I understand, you know? And he was like, but you know, I have time in the afternoon or something. And basically what happened was we just like launched into this um, kind of co-writing, co-writing and recording process, like right then. And um, he gave me all this material to work on like 10 songs. And so I took that back to the apartment in West Hollywood. And basically that's all I did um, for like two weeks was just write. And I, it was the kind of thing and the kind of period where I was so open creatively to my, to my lyrical and melodic muses that I would be going to sleep. And I, had, I would have like five different melodic ideas that I would have to get up and record on my voice memo really quick. You know, it was just like so many ideas were coming. Um, so it was really juicy. And then, yeah, Become Healing was basically about um, what I learned in that relationship that I <laughs> was getting out of. And um, this concept of, of I'm not just healing from it, I'm becoming the healing from it, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's a, it's a powerful song to, to sing and to embody because it's, like it's a super affirmative, self-empowering statement. Uh, really. Totally. I totally feel that. And that's such a cool story of how that all came together in that way. It sounds very magical and synchronistic. It felt that way. Yeah. <laughs> and I also feel like that's a very mature and like profound realization that we get to after we've been through these challenging things is we desire to heal and feel better and 
at least in my case, I know I spent a lot of time outside looking for what was going to heal me, whether it be like the continuing of a relationship or, you know, maybe it's food or could be drugs or whatever. And then you ultimately realize that that healing is only going to come from Mm -hmm. your relationship with yourself. Mm, Exactly. Yeah. 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 So what were some of those? I'm trying to go through the lyrics right now. Could you share any of the lyrics (laughs) and kind of like what your process was or what you were thinking of during the, the writing? Yeah. So this is one of my favorite kinds of songs because it it really fell out uh, as a whole piece, you know, like it did itself lyrically. I don't even remember the sparking point. Honestly, it was probably just the feeling of like, oh, my fucking God, you know, like I'm I'm coming out of this. I've come out of this. I'm becoming this healing. This this is what I want to embody, you know. And so then it just kind of started with with the story, like falling over and over again. Falling over and over again Falling faster down, down, down I couldn't stay away from things that gave me pain I was a cutthroat queen Just, you know, being tempted by the things that hurt me, basically, which was really the theme of my whole relationship, uh, was that it would, it would hurt me over and over, and I would choose it over and over, you know, and just like... I couldn't, I couldn't stay away. Um, and then um, I'm like, I should have the lyrics in front of me because I forget how it goes next. But then like, you know, the chorus kind of comes in with just like the theme and then some of my favorite parts are um like the second um the second and third chorus sorry the second and third verse I feel like it's really um just like deep because it's kind of about like understanding why someone would stay in a situation that hurts them so like think of all the times you see that you're running fast and deep into misery um and so it's like you know just realizing that we all have moments where we choose that and we choose those those experiences and then the third verse comes in with um never again will i say I don't understand the way you're staying in the dark. Are you just afraid? Don't you be afraid? Cause sometimes we have got to break before we can see the way. A new way to our lives, to a hope that stays, to love that is unchained. So it's like, that really is the part of the song that's like, oh, okay. I realize why people choose to stay in the dark, so to speak. It's not because they're afraid. It's not because they're afraid of coming out. It's because sometimes our souls have this huge lesson 
to learn in that in that darkness, like in that unfathomable, you know, shit and uh, and, you know, hard times. And it's like I kind of, you know, had the thought sometimes even as dark as like, you know, why women stay in abusive relationships. It's like it's not because they don't know any better. It's because, you know, there's like there's something really, really deep going on there. And so I I just felt like I understood and had compassion for so much more of of humanity um and like just basically my compassion walls were blasted open and and that's what allowed me to be able to come to this place of of really embodying and becoming the healing because if i had resisted you know the dark like my own darkness that was coming up in my own shadow that was being shown to me i wouldn't have gotten through it in in the same way I wouldn't have achieved the level of like self-understanding self-love self-forgiveness self-compassion and and compassion for others that I feel like I did so and then you know kind of at the end it goes into this breakdown and um the beat by the way that Brandon that Brandon put to that song it was so like just driving and just like but like enveloping that it was just super easeful and and fun to write to it and like bounce off of it and like sink into it and then when it goes through the breakdown um i had this part i wrote that that goes skies that mark our skin are the art of living i wouldn't trade it but now i'm gonna change it scars that mark our skin are the art of living i wouldn't trade it but now i'm gonna change it so it's kind of this idea that like you know, the, the, the shit that we go through, the hard times that we go through are like our tattoos or something. They're, they're like the art of our lives. Um, and they, they mark us in this really beautiful way. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't let go of any of the, the stuff that I've gone through, the challenges that I've gone through, but I am gonna use it as fodder to change my, my choices, change my situation, like choose something more healthy, choose something more aligned, you know, for myself the next time. And and so that kind of reflects in the very end of the song, it goes, um, I'm gonna change it, I won't fake it, I won't break this time, I won't break this time. So it's just like, ooh, you know, it gets in there. It's definitely very, um, yeah, it's real. It's very real, I think. And, uh, you know, I think probably um, more than just me can relate to that feeling, <laughs> you know? Uh, of like opening, being willing to open the heart again and and yet having so much more wisdom and so much more like, yeah, just like discernment um, as to how you're gonna do it better next time, so. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's so rich. And <laughs> I just wanna share a few of the things that I heard so what I really got from what you shared is that you ended this relationship and that was very painful. But instead of going back to that relationship, you started utilizing your creativity to help you process and grow through it. And that started off with this experience of kind of like self-examination and that lyric about being the cutthroat queen and making a million mistakes was kind of like being honest about yourself and taking responsibility 
which is a pretty hard thing to do because it's very easy, especially in relationship, to make it all about the other person and why they're not a good person or how we could blame them in some way. But that ultimately doesn't result in the healing that we actually desire. That just just keeps Mm -hmm. us stuck in the same place. So Mm -hmm. that was the first step. And then you have these lines about, I see it, I'll breathe it in, which Mm -hmm. is really what I feel like healing is about is allowing ourselves to feel those uncomfortable emotions that we avoid through so many different Mm -hmm. means. And you're asking to be shown how to become the healing. And then when you ask, which I feel like opens the gateway, you start to get insight and Mm. you start to understand Mm. that you're having this experience and maybe it's not because you're afraid of growing, but that there's something to learn about yourself or about life that you're ascertaining through this experience. Mm -hmm. And in having it and in feeling it, you develop not only self-compassion, but compassion for people in general, because even though the specifics of your situation are unique to you, we all have these, mm-hmm. these types of things that we go through. And yeah, yeah it just sounds like a, a profound journey of healing and self-identification and self-reflection that led from personal to universal compassion and then also Mm -hmm. being able to express that in a way that's not only interesting but like enjoyable to listen to you know and i think it's not just (laughs) me like this was my favorite song and then you said brandon said it was his favorite song and then you know i looked on your streaming stuff and this was the most played song Um, Uh so it seems pretty universally resonant, you know, Mm, um, mm. which is really cool. And it's really nice to get to hear your experience and creating it and hearing that it came from such a deep, thoughtful place. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I love that, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll hear that feedback or I'll see someone like just at a show or something, or even like on Instagram, just really vibing with it. And I'm like, Oh, you know, like that. It just feels so good to know that it's, it's healing people or just giving people a sense of, um, solidarity or just like knowing that they're not, you know, they're not alone going through it. And so, yeah. Yeah. I think like the lyric in the chorus, um, it goes, Oh, is it the reason I had to go through it just so I could become healing now? that's also just like, you know, yeah, that's it. Like we all, we all get to become as, as one of my favorite authors, Clarissa Pinkola Estes would put it a member of the scar clan. Um, just like these, these scars on our souls, but they're not bad or ugly scars. They're like these, these rich, beautiful, like storytelling scars of our lives and, and the way, the ways in which we become wise and, um, and you know and like deep deeper and and have more to share and and offer the world so yeah (laughs) i'm glad we're talking about this song (laughs) yeah it's beautiful and i really like that line scars that mark our skin are the art of living Mm -hmm. i wouldn't trade it but now i'm going to change it because the way i'm taking that is like scars are almost like tattoos right because my tattoos 
each are about lessons that I've received. And it's almost a reminder of that lesson that you experienced it. And if we get too hung up on the material aspect, then maybe we might have like shame about the scar. But if we're looking at it as like almost a badge of honor for what we went through and <laughs> what it took to level up to the new next place, then it's, it's, it's almost like a cool thing, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a beautiful thing, but yeah, first it can be like, and feel like this like trembling kind of beauty. Like, Oh my God, it's, it's such an intense thing to have a scar or, or a tattoo, you know, something that's marking you for the rest of your life. You know, that, that in and of itself is a vulnerable thing. But if you can, if you can lean into the, like just the gut wrenching beauty of having that thing on you as a part of who you are and a part of your story, you know, like, especially if you feel like you didn't, you didn't like ask for it at the beginning um, or whatever it, but it's like this process of owning it, you know, like this is my scar. This is my tattoo. This is my mark of, of art of who I am. And I just think it can be so like deeply, deeply, deeply um, just moving. And, you know, everyone, everyone in this world like has, has those and has like, you know, things that they might be afraid or ashamed of in themselves, but like nobody is um, exempt from, from being able to have this experience of, of changing their relationship with those scars into something that they're, they're, yeah, they're honored by and they're, you know, like in a soulful way, proud of. And um, yeah, I I just think it's kind of one of the most profound uh, journeys, you know, that we can go through <laughs> with ourselves. I totally agree. And this is why I've always loved art and specifically music so much, because you can compress that experience of healing and the journey that you had into, into like a four minute song that can almost serve yeah. as like a mantra to the energy uh -huh. of what we're talking about and mm. we haven't mentioned it to this point but we are currently in the time of the coronavirus and we're about you know two <sighs> two weeks in of the kind of quarantine vibe that is now nationwide because we're in a global pandemic yep. and yeah even though yep. this method of of healing was specific to heather and her relationship we're all being forced to confront ourselves in a very unique way and i think what we've been talking about is a healthy way to face the things that need to be faced and to move through them and transmute them and that the opportunities that are there to be present with ourselves and, and use creativity to churn that energy and, and create something beautiful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. I completely agree that this is kind of the perfect time to practice that and become the healing because it's like we have nowhere to go right now. We're literally like in this unprecedented time of being told to stay like in our homes. So we're with ourselves right now. We're really with ourselves and we can either try to distract ourselves, but like that might get old and we might get tired of that. Or we can like really like sit with all the emotions that we're feeling, not only our own, but 
these are collective feelings because we're all going through this right now, you know, and like for better, for worse, it's kind of unifying us on this on this thread um, of this virus. And we could like use it to, yeah, to 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 feel it, to like deepen our compassion for it and for us who are going through this and kind of um, learn how to how to work with this particular situation as something that yeah, can, um, can grow us, you know? Amen. I'm with you hundred percent. And this podcast is even a perfect example of that because it's something that I wanted to do and had been thinking about and, and even recorded one other episode, but it really came to the forefront. So there's always opportunities wow. for creativity to evolve and for different ways yeah. of connection to happen. So if you're listening to this, I just invite you to tune in to what you feel inspired to do and where you feel inspired to direct your energy and to, and I wouldn't say move forward fearlessly because we don't have to deny our our <laughs> real real feelings and experience, but just to accept the parts of you that are struggling and maybe that is what's asking to be expressed. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Heather, thank you so much for coming on to share your story and your journey. And Aww. it's been really beautiful connecting with you. And at the end of this, I'm going to play the song so everyone can hear it within the context of what we just heard. But is there anything else you want to share with people before we play the song for them? <sighs> Yeah, just just thank you so much for tuning in with us today. Um, it's really awesome to share the story, and I hope that it gives you a richer sense when you listen to the song um, of how you can relate with it. And and just also, you know, I guess just a invitation to yeah, make your make your art um, and continue to make your your art and your music or whatever that is and allow it to come from the, the most real places inside of you and to not be afraid of using that as your creative material. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, and can you let people know where they can connect with you on, on social media or your website or anything? Totes. Um, so my name's Heather Christie and it's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E. And then you can find me on Facebook, Heather Christie on Instagram, heather.christie.music. And then my website is heatherchristie.me. Um, and go ahead and follow me on Spotify if you're inspired. That's like really the most awesomely helpful thing you could do for an independent artist these days um, is follow on Spotify. So thank you so much for any or all of that that you feel inspired to do. Uh, I really do appreciate your support. All right. Well, this is this week's episode of The Soul of a Song. And without further ado, this is Become Healing. Falling over and over again. Falling faster down, down, down. I couldn't stay away from things that gave me pain. I was a cutthroat queen. Hey
this week's episode of the soul of a song i hope you feel as inspired as i do i hope you got some great insight into the creative process and how we can transmute everything within us into something beautiful 
If you appreciate the energy we're building here and want to support this community, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, share this with a friend, and tune in next week. Much love, fam. This is your boy, Dijon. We out.